Hard Rock Hell Radio, guaranteed to make your balls vibrate. My name is Alex Irons, and we're on the road for this week's show. We've uh, found a Starbucks um, opposite Eden Broadway Station. <laughs> Don't come and find us. Uh, and I'm joined uh, in the room by Matthew Maiden from Centuries. Hey, how are you doing, it, mate? Yeah, not too bad. How's it, how's it all going? Yeah, we finally well, made it here. Finally made it. I got lost on the way here, actually. Uh, City Mapper was like, oh, you need to go down here. And then I went to the place where it told me to go, and to the Starbucks doesn't exist. <laughs> so I was wandering around being like, where the hell am I? Um, but finally, in the end, uh, we have ourselves a big. Fr- well, I have a big frozen mango thingy. I got a smaller one. I was thinking, oh, I'll go for coffee. It's early in the morning, and I was just like, I don't know. Frozen stuff sounds good. It just tastes so good. <laughs> it tastes so good. It does. So uh, to kick things off, Matt, who do you support and why? I support Chelsea FC. Uh, mainly because I was to say why I know yeah <laughs> being a fan why <laughs> uh, so basically my dad when I was a lot younger bought me my first I got my first football shirt and he just bought he bought me the Chelsea shirt it's back when they even had auto glass as their uh, like main kit sponsor so I'm not a glory sport. <laughs> you just missed that oh, yeah. train. Yeah, just before that all started. But um, yeah, that's pretty much how it started. And ever since then, like, I've just sort of stuck with it. And it's been, you know, we're not that great at the moment, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you beat, you beat Norwich. <laughs> That's, that's something. You beat them 3 2. And got absolutely stuffed by Man U. And they got stuffed by Man United. Yeah. Did think you beat someone else? No, my Drew, I believe, yes. Yeah. Four points from six, yeah. from, from nine. That's yeah. not it's terrible. Awful. <laughs> it's not bad. I mean, it's not Liverpool form, but no, it, it's not terrible. You could finish mid table. Yeah. I, do you know what? With the team that we're running at the moment, I'll happily take a mid table finish. <laughs> to be fair, it can't get any worse yeah. for, uh, for, for Lampard because he can't finish in the playoffs this season I, so uh, I, I, I just I, I love him but I uh, and that was actually funny enough one of the Chelsea shirts I own does have Lampard on the back still and now it's relevant again it wasn't for a while so I couldn't wear it but now I can again but um, <laughs> I, I like I love what he's doing and I love how he's going about it with the whole youth thing like how he really supports the youth squad and, I, and I, that's a big trait and I love that but we have no one that can finish. Like, oh, but he's come on the town. He's like I don't know if I'm a big fan because he's he's amazing at getting in a position and he's like his attacking style is brilliant and he's got so much drive to score. But he's been in so many good positions in the past couple of games and he's only scored twice and it's sort of like I don't know I hope it gets better I really hope it Mason Mount's like an amazing though I mean he's in the England squad already yeah. after well, he, he, even though it's after three games I know that uh, 
Gareth Southgate was saying that it's more than that. It's all the uh, like playing in the Championship last season and playing yeah. in the Eredivisie before oh, then. Gotcha, yeah. um, but I was going to say actually, being as you might have said, I was a full, I'm a full of fan. Yeah. But when I was very small, yeah, uh, I was tricked into being a Chelsea fan. <laughs> and uh, the first player I ever remember being like, that's my favourite player. Yeah. Was Jody Morris. Oh mate. When he was like on the fringes, <laughs> barely ever played. I think yeah. the most notoriety he got was when he was arrested for a. For, I think it was like beating someone outside a club. I think. <laughs> He's oh, listening, and that's not true. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> uh, I apologise now. I'm pretty sure that's true. He got arrested for something. Um, it's mental. So it was just like, yeah, great role model. I pick there, and then you know, look how look how I've turned out now. Beating yeah, out, right. beating people up outside of club. Um, <laughs> let's get let's get the show rolling. Um, what would you say is the uh, your favourite moment being a Chelsea fan? It's kind of like the up there moment. So do you know what? This is a bit of a weird one. I was thinking about this, and usually like. People be like, oh, when we won that league with this with this manager, or when we did this, or when we won the Champions League, or all this sort of stuff. But genuinely, for me, like as my own personal favourite experience, was actually when I was a lot younger, and it was when I went and saw the Chelsea reserves, um, and they used to play on a Tuesday night, like once a month, down at Aldershot Town Football Club, mm. and they play Aldershot's first team. And it's basically just like if the players were unfit or they're injured and getting back to fitness all that sort of stuff and my, my dad took me and it was my first ever like football match that I'd really gone like paid and gone to how old were you at this point I was Honestly, I don't think. I think I was like eleven or twelve. Okay, um, yeah. So your first game was when you were eleven or twelve. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I played football for years, but my first game was actually quite a lot later. You're a, so, but, um, a sofa fan, the archer yeah, fan. Literally, yeah, literally, yeah. And um, and so then, actually, I think it's about yeah, ten or eleven, about that kind of age. And um, but it was, you know what? <laughs> I think it was like, I think it was like a tenor. And on the reserves at the time, because players were interested, I got to see Idiger Johnson, Didier Drogba, Paolo Ferreira. I got to see Carlo Cudicini. There was so many, like, it was like so much of their first team, because it was still people covering or people that weren't playing in the upcoming games. And it was amazing. I got to see Drogba score an absolute screamer. <laughs> Did you get to meet them afterwards? Or? I got to meet Ferreira. Um, that, was, that was really nice. Um, everyone else kind of disappeared. Me and my dad were in the front. And... I just thought being a little kid, I'd just shout his name and see if I could see if I could get anything. He like came over and said hello and like you didn't really like you know have a smartphone to take photos with each other on the side, but it was just cool to meet him and like say hello. But yeah, so I think that like for me that was a big thing. That was a big thing for me. So it seems like one guys. of those games where you can kind of like meet all the players in the club oh, gotcha. afterwards. Yeah, like, oh yeah, you'd, all the shots one of those. Clubs. Most likely, you definitely could have. Yeah, well, we didn't really think about it at the time. I ended up going to another one of those games like a couple of months later with a family friend. Um, and yeah, got to see Ferreira play again. He must have been on the bench for a while. But uh, yeah, so it was pretty cool. That was that was I think that was a big thing for me. Yeah, because it was kind of like I watched these guys for years on on TV, and now suddenly they're mm. ten feet from me. Like, it's pretty cool. <laughs> Did you not go and see all the shot down? Yeah, like, I used were, to like, um, your local team. I used to um, go and see them a little bit every now and again. It was sort of like. Um, 
it was a hard one because my it was just sort of getting there because my parents would never want to go. <laughs> my dad took me. My dad took me to the Chelsea game just because I was a Chelsea fan and I always, and like it was just a cool thing that we just figured out. But going to like all the shop games and stuff like that, like until I could until I could drive or have mates that could drive or like mm. other people that wanted to go. Like I got to go with some guys from football sometimes because their parents were taking them that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, apart from that, yeah, I could never really get there, which was a bit annoying. But yeah, oh well. Is it growing up for me? It sounds it was quite the opposite. My dad was always like, "What football games should we go to this weekend?" But I remember like dream. one instance where going to a Fulham game. My dad had this really small, I think, it was a Seat Ibiza. Yeah. And it was the worst. It might not have been in Ibiza. It was like a little Seat. It's the worst car yeah. in the world. Oh my god. But we got round. It would have been my youngest brother's first game at the age of like two. Yeah. And we got round Hammersmith Broadway, which if you think is busy now, yeah. it was a busy, like, was pretty busy back then. God. And as we're going halfway around, the car broke down <laughs> on Hammersmith Broadway, oh and we just sat God. there being like, oh, this isn't no. good. Um, I would have been about four or five, I think. And just like in this car with like, my two younger brothers that, in yeah. the worst car in the world. Yes. It wasn't fun. No, I can work. Uh, not every weekend, like we've got handfuls of local clubs around here. So it's like, should we go and see this team, this team, this yeah, team? Yeah, I was going to say. Um, I think my dad told me of an instance where I might have been about one or two yeah. going to a game. Uh, do you know Wilkstone? Yeah. So not too far from where I, from where I live, uh, they were playing in that okay. area. Yeah. <laughs> and. Um, my dad took me and he said it was probably the worst experience he's ever had taking me to a football game ever. <laughs> so you were running around, I couldn't keep hold yeah. of you. Oh my god. It's just like you just wouldn't stand still, you're yeah. just screaming and it's shouting. It's loving the game, mate. <laughs> mate that, I was like, mate, that's what you, that's what you get for taking me to a Wildstone game. Yeah, right. That's what, that's what guys who are 30 still do at football matches now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> screaming, running around, being up kids. Yeah. <laughs> Getting drunk, telling yeah, fans exactly. they've got no ground. Oh, honestly. They've got no fans either. <laughs> but what would you say, and this is uh, the moment that you've been rattling in your oh, head for, yeah. for a little while now, uh, but what would you say is your, fa- who is your favorite player for all the wrong reasons? So there's actually, so we, we already kind of spoken about this, but it's actually, there's a, co- there's a couple of players that I only like watching because I love them on FIFA, right? <laughs> that that's like a that was one that I just sort of thought of, like Ahmed Musa, I loved I loved playing with him on FIFA, so anytime he is playing I just love watching him just simply for that reason. Yeah. Um, and then also a weird one that I also love simply because of FIFA, but also he's pretty good to watch anyway, is Richarlison. Yeah, um, he's great to watch anyway. Great to put your fans. I only only like him simply because of FIFA. But um, the main the main player that we spoke about, it's got to be Aaron Moy. Um, now Brighton's Aaron Moy. Now yeah, now Brighton's Aaron Moy in the Premier League. I don't understand how he's managed to stay in the Premier League. To be honest, but um, he's managed to swindle his way back up. But um, simply because he's Australian, and so am I. So <laughs> that is that is my only link. But every time I get sh- so into watching him, very strong sounding Australian accent. The yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know, yeah. Can you, does, any, does everyone believe me? <laughs> I, can get, I can get my idea out. I can't show you a lot, though. But I can see it. Yeah, you Let's can see it. Do you want to see it? Oh, God, it's so bad. This makes great radio, by the way, looking yeah. at people's IDs. Okay. Ah, there it is. Yeah. Australia. Awful. Such an awful photo. 
but yeah so I, th- I think yeah it's got to be out well actually shout out to uh, my housemate by the way Dan Mundy I actually asked him for some help on this question because I wasn't <laughs> sure so I asked him who his was as well and he said that his was uh, Tequilo Rantu the old when he used to play for Bournemouth a couple of seasons ago because he was just dreadful but the fans loved him <laughs> but my kind of reminds me then again like saying this I don't even think the, the fans loved him uh, Gabor Kareli has to be up there for me mm. I think uh, being uh, my one and only memory of Gabor Kareli was of him in his tracksuit bottoms right. I think we played I think we might have played Watford it was the year that the Fulham were first in the championship yeah uh, we lost 5-0 at home it was awful it was the year that uh, Bournemouth and Watford got promoted oh nice brilliant and yeah. for them it was for us it was dreadful <laughs> it was like yeah we've got Ross McCormack and Moussa Dembele and that's it yeah. and nine others um it was Benelli got sent off within the first 12 minutes so there goes our goalkeeper straight yeah, right. away and we're like oh no is it going to get any worse on jogs Gabor Kareli in his great oh, tr- yeah. jogging bottoms and you're just like oh Please we're in for a long one here tonight yeah. I think guys <laughs> I think it, it was three or four by just after half time no just like oh this is awful and I remember my brother he's got autism just screaming and shouting next to me and I'm like yeah I know I feel that way too <laughs> just can't show it. Um, See, look, that was your that was your first game of that season with pretty much without a keeper. We had a keeper, and we still lost one. Now. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know if he's still going. I think he might have retired last summer. Oh, really? Like, he was still, I think he was like 38 when he retired. Oh, I thought he was still going. Good, good. Still effort. wearing the same tracksuit bottoms as he has been his entire career. <laughs> Completely unwashed. Fully, fully. <laughs> Never takes the <laughs> Sure, he gets home. He's like, oh, now I can relax. <laughs> yeah. Takes off a pair, puts so on another puts one. On fresh pair, These are yeah. my relaxing ones. Oh, but yeah, the less said about Gabor Riley and the 5-0 loss against Watford, the better. Um, but are there any other players that kind of like stand out to you? Now I'm making you rattle your brain. Stand, so stand out for the wrong reasons? For the wrong just, reasons. Okay. It could be anyone for any particular reason. Okay. Um, so, so, there was... I mean, to be honest, like, for me, I'm just sort of thinking like... Play, like all the players that I like I say love playing with on FIFA <laughs> you can't pick but, someone because they did you wrong on FIFA oh no but Pete, a lot of players have done me wrong on FIFA <laughs> it's like football manager so, someone plays so really badly funny. and you're like no I, I'm never going to pick them I'm never going to watch them ever again um, oh there was um, oh what was his name and is it Federici the old Reading goalkeeper. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I'm gonna. I mean, he's abysmal, but <laughs> and is he? I don't even know if he's still playing football, to be honest. But I'll never forget. He came. He turned up at my school one day while oh, we were cool. like mid assembly and just like gave a little like mini speech to us, and we all got to meet him and stuff at the end. And then everyone was like asking to come play football with us at lunch, and he actually came and played football with us. And so that was pretty cool. Um, it's not really like a. I mean, I mean, it's a wrong reason in the sense that it's not a footballing reason. But, 
yeah that was always a laugh I um, that was a, I used to go to a game I used to go watch games at Reading actually thinking about it I know Frederici plays for Stoke now plays for Stoke now that's what it that's what oh, it's yeah. Ricky Oscar he's says. upgraded a bit then <laughs> so yeah he's been the Stoke goalkeeper he's got like second goalkeeper yeah he's been he's been the Stoke goalkeeper since last season only making two appearances good effort lad <laughs> good effort you made 209 appearances for Reading yeah he did yeah he played for according to Wiki ages and it went all downhill from there yeah playing from he went on loan to he was on loan at Maidenhead Northwood around the corner from here oh good Uh, Carl Sholton Bristol City making zero appearances for God's sake Uh, and he went to Bournemouth in 2015 making eight appearances do you know that's one team that I can like sort of low key say I support simply because of my housemate Dan Um, I've lived with him for four years now and like the first week we lived together he was like right we'll stick a Bournemouth game on and he was like a die hard Bournemouth supporter so that ever since then I've sort of been like yeah I'm kind of a Bournemouth supporter as well I guess yeah actually do you know what that's made me think of someone oh yeah player that I love for all the wrong reasons Jefferson Lerma why because actually like yeah he's a great player but I love him simply because I think he scored the best own goal I've ever seen it was an absolute is it as good as the one as, as the Man City one where you bounce it in the back of the net Literally. he sends them down that season they need to draw to stay up and he just heads it is it it's the one where it comes off his face like he goes to clear it he kicks it into his head and it goes in the back of the yeah, net yeah so like he basically like the ball the ball came the ball came across he was trying to defend it he slid and just absolutely hammered it top bins and it looked amazing <laughs> I've got to say I've got to say Jeff Chalera also an incredible player on FIFA <laughs> of course of course I think going on to one of my um, one of my personal ones a bit of a weird one this one so Zesh Raymond okay the old Fulham and QPR yeah who I never really rated right. I thought of him at Fulham as a worse Zach Knight and Zach Knight was bad enough massive six foot guy and then got Zesh Raymond I think he was all Pakistani, Pakistani origin yeah um, so fair play to him I know a lot of Pakistani players don't come through that's going to say don't come through much yeah um but at my local team, which is uh, Haribara, yeah, that's why I don't like Wilson, Um <laughs> as I mentioned earlier. Um, they Harrow played QPR. Like it was over ten years ago now. Yeah. And we, after the game, there was a massive um, pitch invasion. Oh my like go and meet the players, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And they all, after everyone's all like run onto the pitch, everyone clears off, and all the players go into the changing room. Yeah. And my one of my mates somehow gets into the QPR changing room. <laughs> after the game had finished <laughs> and she's wandered in and as yeah. she has done Zesh Raymond's come out of the shower yeah completely oh naked. my god <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like hi and then just leaves um, at oh least that's the, that's the story she told me um, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> so for that reason we now have that well she's got that image sketch in her head now but we've got the story sketch in our head so good. of the time that my mate met Zesh Raymond completely, completely naked completely naked that is incredible <laughs> So yes. But what would you say, Matt, is your overall favourite sporting moment? So sporting in general? Yes. We can move outside of football here. 
So, I mean, football fan-wise, I feel like for anyone in our our sort of generation, it has to be a World Cup. Does it, though? I think it does. Last year? Yeah. Just because England, like erupted and I don't even mean the football like because like yeah we were playing great football we were having a really great World Cup and we did get really we did get extremely far but I just like they were just together like, yeah I loved the atmosphere there was just especially in London like but there was people who didn't even people who weren't really into football then got into football because of it and that's a huge thing and then you've got just everyone every day just having the best time also there was like three games of football a day yeah and it was wicked but we um, have that now but like not to the same extent as the yeah. World Cup <laughs> but um but very, I'd say sporting actual sporting moment I went to the Olympics in nice. 2012 um, was that for the football as well or did you so we actually went so we couldn't get couldn't get tickets for football. We tried tickets for so many things. I think I um, went to the football. Oh wow! I think I can't. It was like a quarter final, and I, yeah. it might have been Mexico versus Cameroon. Oh wow! I Pretty think good, I though. generally can't remember. Yeah. World Cup atmospheres are really weird. Yeah. Not World Cup atmospheres. Olympic, Olympic atmospheres yeah. are really weird because no one's there to support the teams. Just there to watch, no, the, there to watch the Olympics. So yeah. it's like a bit of a party kind of vibe. Yeah. Not quite like a friendly, but everyone's just there going like woo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. waves going around every 20 seconds. <laughs> Balls are flying everywhere. Um, and it's generally just like a good laugh. Because yeah. like, you're just there to be like, whoever's scoring towards whatever side you're sitting in, you that's who you're supporting. It. Yeah, it's exactly, like whenever yeah. England plays San Marino or someone terrible. Support <laughs> oh, San Marino when they're scoring yeah, towards right, you. Yeah. Which is, uh, I think they played, I can't remember, was it 2013? I think England played, beat San Marino 5 0. Every single person cheered yeah. and were like encouraging San Marino to score. Every time that the ball anywhere near England's half. As soon as the ball goes over halfway line, yeah. oh, go school. I um but yes, yeah, so I actually went to go see the basketball. Oh nice. Um Was that the game? box? Yes. Yeah, it was, yeah. And um yeah, because I used to play basketball when I was younger as well. So, even though I am extremely short. I was going to say, I'm not exactly tall I was, to play basketball. I was, <laughs> I was the uh, second shortest player in the league apart from a girl. Oh, really? Which is great. Um, but yeah, I, so I, play, I played for Reddit when I was younger. And, um, but yeah, so we went to go see it. And we actually got tickets to go see USA. And so it was like, as so you can imagine, stars, literally so. they're all stars. And... It was just insane, and I think I think it's still the record now for the most points scored in an Olympic basketball that game. game. Yeah, what was the score? It was something insane, like 140. We'll look it up. It was like it was like 140 something. And um, I think it was Mexico. Um, and oh yeah, um, <laughs> my five. Um, yeah, it was absolutely mental though. Like, and then we actually went and saw the um, Paralympics basketball as well, and that was actually crazy. I like, you know, you just don't know what to expect. Yeah, I swear, like they were 
they were better. Because that was the year the Paralympics really took off in this country, really. Yeah. Because I went to Wimbledon this year. Oh, nice. For, um, I've never been to Wimbledon. I'd never been apart from this year. I got a message from a friend of mine being, what are you doing tomorrow? And I was like, nothing, why? <laughs> Do you want to go to Wimbledon? And then me being an idiot just went, why, what's happening in Wimbledon? <laughs> so, uh, the tennis? Oh, yeah, of course. Um, no, we kind of caught a bit of the wheelchair tennis. Oh, nice. Uh, which is a different experience. It's not anywhere near as fast as, as the as the normal game, but it's decent. Like you look at them, like when they, when they do play tennis, it, it's pretty good. Yeah, um, I didn't have a great view, but you can like the fact they can <laughs> run the ball and they're in a wheelchair is just awesome to see. Well, this that's the thing. Like, I mean, I can't rate the ball, and I right. have functioning yeah. legs. I couldn't believe. Yeah. Oh, it was Nigeria. Oh, okay. And um, you're saying Mexico because of all the beef that they. Have. I was just, yeah, I was just trying. To, I was trying because I, I think it was Mexico that I saw in the Paralympics. Mm. Um, it was against Nigeria, and it was 156 to 73. Jeez. And it was just stupid. That's it nice. was like they call them the dream team. Let me see if I can find out who was on the team on that day. The fact is, the Americans could have just sent out anyone, and they probably yeah. would have got like the same kind of score. Yeah, so they had um, Russell Westbrook, they had Kevin Durant, Bryant, they had LeBron James. They yeah, literally, it was literally just like the entire All Stars, and it was essentially pure domination. Yeah, like, like, it was just, it was ridiculous. Do you fancy a holiday in London? Play a bit of basketball? Yeah, like, yeah, sure. yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Fancy hanging out with you, say Bolt here, yeah, Mike. Yeah, why not? That's that. <laughs> yeah, that would have been amazing. I was kind of like, I kind of want the Olympics to come back because it was just like a great atmosphere. Oh that, god, that yeah. Month. Oh god, right. yeah. I loved it. I think it was amazing. I mean, I always, I always enjoy watching the Olympics anyway. Just like, and I watch a range of things. I always love, always, always wanted to go see the gymnastics. Really? Yeah. I'm really. Watch it I like, love watching it. I, I like watching it, but almost at the same time, just like I have no idea what's going. On. Yeah. They do spinning. Thing in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> I just find it mental. Like, I can't. I can't fathom how on earth people do some of it. Like, and some, and I just love that. I'm just loving the point of like there'll be someone who's like seven years younger than me doing something that I can't even dream of doing. I'm just standing there like, how have you done that? Yeah. Like, some of the people that like compete in the Olympics are like some of them like 13, oh my 14. Yeah, it's just like yeah. what? I couldn't even run at 14. Yeah. I can't run now. I've got a friend who's in Team GB for the shooting. Nice. But he was on Team GB for the shooting when he was like 16 or 17. And I'm just like, how, how, how did you get to the point of being 16 years old and being that good of a shot? Like, <laughs> maybe there's just no one else doing it. It's like, yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah, come like, on. A friend of mine is a really good swimmer. Oh, wow. And he's uh, just underneath yeah. the, le- the Olympic level, like it's the master's level. Man. And he's just come back from South Korea doing all these competitions. And he's just like, He'll be. He'll say like, yeah, I did all right, and he might finish like, you know, twenty third out of twenty seven or yeah. whatever. We're just like, mate, we're the twenty third heart fastest breaststroke swimmer in the world. Yeah. Like that is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> 
just, just be like, yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah, it's chill. Just going on a holiday to swim. Fine. Yeah. Like, just like recently, he's just been traveling all over, like just swimming in competitions. And it's like, mate, yeah, I can't sad. even like, I can step in a puddle and I struggle. Yeah, right. I, lo- I mean, it's I, raining. I, I'm like, oh. I love a good. So I'd love to go on a holiday and just be like, oh yeah, I'm just here simply because I can swim very well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've got my Nilo ready. Towels on the beat on the on the on the what's it called? What those beat? What those decking chairs? Is it deck chair? Yeah, I'd call it a deck. Sun chair. Sun sun lounger. Sun lounger. There we go. That'd be me on the side of the swimming pool. Yeah, I'm here. Are you gonna race? No. But I'll be like when the when it's when the Olympics was like it for uh, for amateurs. Who was the swimmer who like never seen an Olympic swimming pool until he stepped on the edge of one? That'd be me, I think. (laughs) Can you imagine? Oh man, that'd be great. And last but not least, go for it. What would you say is your favourite worst kit? So, I was thinking about this one, right? Because there was a lot of stick this year for Chelsea's kit. I love the Chelsea kit. I think it looks amazing. Yeah. I love it. Um, People I work with, like, it's disgusting. Yeah. And I'm like, no, so, it's fantastic. There's so much hate for it, but I think it's wicked. Um, if I had, like, 70 quid, I'd buy one. <laughs> but unfortunately, I don't know. I, mean, I, think, I think that's bad. I bought, so Fulham last year brought out a 140th anniversary shirt. Oh, yeah. Which is, like, black and white. Black on one side, white on the other. Yeah. I bought it because I thought, eh, it might not come out again. Yeah. 70 quid they've won it once for a friendly <laughs> against West Ham this season oh my god and that's the only time they've ever worn it like, what's the point in that like, yeah right have it as a third at least though, it might it might you know that might still become a rare kit one day you never know <laughs> so this is full of what we're talking about <laughs> I um but I've got to say my so my least my favourite worst kit there was one that I just thought was funny, which was Chelsea's away kit in 2008, it must have been, when it was literally brighter than the sun. And it was that like bright luminescent yellow. Oh, colour. I know which Not one even like the sort of nice yellow that we had like two seasons ago, whenever it was, or last season. Glow in the dark orange. It was, yeah, yeah, it was just insane. Um, I, But another favourite worst kit, probably. So I was looking this up. Actually, there was one I found quite funny. Barcelona's kit, their, uh, I think it was their away kit in 2013, where it was like a sort of orange to red kind of glow colour. Yes. Um, like Man City's one is now. Yeah. And I was reading, I don't know if this is true, but I was reading that they designed the kit like that because they wanted to be like looked at as like scary, like fire. And they wanted it to look like it was fire to sort of be intimidating. It did look intimidating, it looked like shit. Oh, I didn't like it at all. I, uh, but yeah, I'd say that, that, there was also, there was that god-awful Man United kit a couple of seasons ago, where it was just, um, it looked like someone had had like a white t-shirt and put it in the wrong wash. It was like this sort of horrible grey scale, like grey scale kind of colour. It was, I think it was the third kit. 
and um, yeah, and but it had like it was like all this horrible grey, and then sort of on the stomach there was like players sort of stood up, like looked like they were cheering, oh and it was. What year was this? I think it was like 2013, 2014. Hang on, I'll try and get further up. It was absolutely terrible, and uh, I think they only wore it like once or twice. Um, but yeah, it was just the fact that they had like their own players posing on the front was just a little bit. Oh, 2017, 2018. So it was really recent. Yeah. It basically looks like they put a white t-shirt in the wash, and then, <laughs> and then these are horribly the rendered photo. And you can see they've got like their players posing on the front. God, yeah. <laughs> It's like so, silhouette of it. Yeah, it's really bad. I think that's a little bit sad. It kind of reminds really. me of um, going back to Fulham here. Yeah. They put out a shirt with, you know, they've got the Johnny Haynes statue in the front yeah. of the stadium. They've got a shirt with the statue on the front. No way. I was like, see if, hang on, let's see if I can find it now. But it just looked really <laughs> weird. It came in like a weird celebratory box. Oh my god. But of course, we bought them. I don't think I've ever worn it. It's just kind of in the house somewhere. So, how many Fulham kits do you own? Too many. <laughs> Too many. But none of the, like, the older ones. I've only got yeah. like the one. The first one I remember having was the, when we were in the second division, like the GMB yeah. logo on the front. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the Pizza Hut logo. The first year we were in the Prem. Um, yeah. And it was. Uh, there we go. That's the Johnny Haynes photo. Oh, wow. It's got the statue <laughs> on the is, front of the, of the kit. It's that is a bit something. Of a, wow. It's more or less, it's on the same look, bit, it, the, uh, it kind of looks quite smart. Like, it in does. A, in a weird way, I kind of like it. I but like it, but it's not good. No. <laughs> do, you know what, do you know what would have been an awful kit? Do you know, that, that whole um, thing with the whole Paddy Power logo at the start of yeah. the season. Do you remember? know what? I like that. That would have been amazing. Like, if they kept that and had the sash design, yeah. I would have, like, it would. It looks garish. Yeah. But I think it looks fantastic. It would have been amazing. I would have been well, I would have backed that. I would have bought that. Any other notable kits before we wrap things up? Um, there was, oh, i tell you what, the Australia Nationals kit. Oh, this must have been going back. National kits are always a good one. <laughs> yeah. This must be going back, like, back to a World Cup when I was a lot younger. So it must have been in the early 2000s. They had... Um, so their second kit, so their away kit was um, is all like dark. It was like dark blue for the arms, and then like a third of the chest. So each way it was like that, and then down the centre was just a bright green strip. Ugh. Yeah, and then like in the dark blue, it also had like hints of like purple. Honestly, it was that sounds disgusting. It was something I've else. Put off my mango drink. Yeah, <laughs> I mean I'm more or less finished now, but I'm not gonna finish the rest of it. Ugh. It sounds terrible. It was awful. I think yeah, so that's probably got to be one of the worst ones I've ever seen. <laughs> well, Matt, absolute pleasure. Yeah, it's been brilliant having you it's on the show. Laugh. Yeah. Oh, before I don't knock the microphone over. <laughs> um, 
you got you're in the band centuries yes is there anywhere people can find you playing anytime soon um so actually um we are going to be playing one show for the rest of the year um it's going to be our only show um as we are just the taking... same, same show over and over yes yeah, same show constantly yeah mate you know what for this show i would love to so we we are supporting O sleeper for any of you old school metalcore fans we uh support boston music rooms in on the 10th of december um that's going to be amazing um but yeah we're basically only going to be playing one show until sort of march april time because uh, we're taking a break to write the album so we're recording that all in december and that'll start being released next year so that's going to be a good one hopefully it sounded, it sounded amazing at the moment yeah <laughs> so hopefully we'll get it all done in time it's so, awesome mate yeah. absolute pleasure it's been brilliant thank you very much for having me on cheers uh, mate. absolute pleasure having you thank you